Hi, my name is Peter Maestri and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. I went to um, I went to a session of therapy by myself, which I had been going to throughout our marriage, largely to vent about how hard everything was all the time um, and f- get some validation, you know, that, that I, I was, you know, doing everything I could to keep it all together. And after a therapy session would have been, I guess, in probably May, I remember walking out on the sidewalk um, and I, it, it was like another, it was a big epiphany. I was like, we're doing this. We have to, like, I have the courage right now as I walked out of this appointment to leave. So we're leaving, we're making a stand. I'm I've got to do something today. So I called, um, a close neighbor friend and, and said, Hey, I need your help, which is hard. It's hard for an independent, strong, you know, person to do. And I said, um, I don't want to put you or your family in a weird position, but it was my friendship, you know, more than his. And I said, but we need a place to stay. So um, this family took us in and um, I stayed in the guest bedroom. My daughter's friends with her daughter. We hung out for a weekend and I text messaged my ex. We're in the same neighborhood, by the way, like a two minute drive. And I said, um, we are staying, you know, with this family this weekend, we need some space. Um, you know, we can talk. Actually, I said, we can talk after the dance recital. It was that weekend. I'm remembering now. So, um, the next thing I know his parents and other people are blowing up my phone. You left, you walked out on him, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he knows where we're at we're right down the street, you know, but that's kind of the escalation of things and everyone wants someone to blame. And I, I understand, um, the lines of family and all of that. I, however, I will say my, my own parents in particular, my stepdad counseled, literally counseled, um, my ex and I both for months hours and hours and hours on the phone try just because he's a wonderful man and we're we're very close and he he wanted to see the family stay together and um that went real well until well it didn't go real well it was a painstaking process for him i'm sure but at the very end it was like my ex just um there was there was no room to talk because everything was my fault. He blamed literally every single thing in the marriage on me and took no responsibility. Uh, Still to this day, he's never apologized to me for anything within the marriage. Um, Who are the people that asked you how you were doing? My daughter, my mom, my stepdad, my dad, my stepmom, my brother, all my close family, and I have a wonderful supportive group of friends. So I'm lucky in that because I did have a lot of people. Um, my two very best girlfriends checked on me all the time. My, um, my very close friend who recommended the podcast and was going through similar things, she checked in on me all the time. I had, I had tons of support. And without all of that support and faith in God, by the way, there is no way, no way I would have had the strength to get through it because it felt 
impossible. You know, it wasn't until I started doing the bank account, the the staying with friends, the getting a little, you know, space um, and act, taking actionable steps towards the separation. Before that, I felt like, oh, I'm in a never ending hell that I'm never going to get out of. Um, and the guilt, I mean, I, he, I, I accepted so much guilt for all of it. Um, which felt terrible. You know, it felt awful all the time carrying that with me. And then there was the anxiety and the worry, you know, the worry about the right then, because I knew he wasn't well and I was terrified something drastic was going to happen because I was, you know, separating from him. Um, I had a conversation with his mom one morning because his family at the time was still checking in on me. They turned eventually and were absolutely terrible. But um, for a while, they were like, we got you. We, we get it. Like They've been dealing with issues like this in their family for over 30 years. So um, this was not new to them. Everyone knew. Every, everyone knew everything. It was just a matter of who's willing to step up and help me and, and help him. Did you know? Did you know that you were unhappy? Were you aware of it? No, that was, you know, that's a great question. I, um, I somehow my, I'm, I am blessed with optimism. I just am. I am a, like a hopeful, spiritual, faith-filled person. And I remember having a conversation during the hard times with him at the end. We were in bed and it was morning and we woke up. And I'm like, look around you. We have a beautiful brand new home. We have three healthy, happy, well-adjusted, wonderful children that we share. We have these two mutts over here on the floor. We've got the same life. We wake up to the same life every day. We have the you know great family. I'm happy. This is everything I've ever wanted. And he was miserable and suicidal and anxious. And he, he, he had revelations, you know, throughout our years together that he was happy, but it was just a struggle for him on every level. And it was so hard for me to understand. And so I tried throughout our time together to make life perfect. I mean, I, I killed myself. I mean, I, Everyone around me knows that. That's my nature anyway. It wasn't, I don't blame anyone. I, I love to cook. I love to bake. I love to take care of children. I'm very nurturing. I've always done these things, but I kicked it up a notch, man. I busted my ass for eight years. And um, at the very end of our marriage, I remember him telling me one time, like, you're not even cooking as much as you used to. It's just like one more jab that he knew meant the world to me. I was like, really? There's something that I want to accentuate because I hear it over and over and over again. And you just said it again. And it's so important. So whoever's listening, you used perfect and killing yourself in the same two sentences. Yeah, it's sad. It's not that it's sad. It's. It's just that that's a reality that a lot of us go through. 
And perfection means something. I don't know what it means because it's ambiguous, right? We can't totally. Really, you can't touch totally. it. You can't hug it. You can't kiss it. You can't feel mm -hmm. it. But we strive for it. Mm -hmm. And I hear it in you. And then I heard immediately after I was killing myself. I was. Why? I think I was hoping that if I did enough and was good enough and could make our home life perfect enough, that it would make him happy. Did it make you happy? Well, I'm a happy person anyway, but it was a struggle. Were you happy then? Right. No, there were lots of times that I wasn't happy. Lots of times. I mean, in particular, the last six months of our marriage yeah. was, yeah, it was a struggle. I mean, I was, I was, there were lots of times throughout our marriage that um, I'd get really skinny. I'd lose weight. I'd have bruises on my body, literal physical manifestations of the stress I was carrying um, for years. I mean, if you, if you want to turn this around, I'll tell you when I did move into the apartment, finally got our space. Um, it all lifted. I mean, it lifted quick, like quick. all of that, all of the stress. All it was, I had never, I, it had been, I don't, I, I would say I had never experienced peace before. But when I, I blocked everyone's phone numbers, blocked everyone's phone numbers, had to do everything through my attorney. Once we moved into the apartment, he told me if I got the apartment that we were getting a divorce, which I had asked for a separation. And he drew a line in the sand and said, if you move out, it's a divorce. And I said, okie doke. So with your permission, I want to distinguish something. Mm -hmm. You said you got over it quick. Once I moved out. Yeah. So mm -hmm. once you made a choice, which I'm assuming is a, cho a choice for you, well, your well-being, your daughter's yes. well-being, that it was almost instantly that the pressure was relieved. Yes. I felt... Um, it was, it was just peace. It was. It was just this huge, huge lift of... This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.